Senator Sarah Henderson joins us. How, I mean, Adrian was crying at the start of that conversation. Steve, good morning. And, and I also feel close to tears when I hear these stories. It's just beyond disgraceful. Um, this is escalating into a human rights crisis in Victoria where um, elderly Australians, elderly Victorians are being denied the right to return to their homes. Um, I am so disgusted in Daniel Andrews and the Victorian government. And yesterday when we heard Daniel Andrews justifying these rules and laws by saying, oh, well, you know, these are the decisions of our public health officials. What a load of garbage. These are laws enforced by his government. Uh, the framework is all wrong. Uh, he needs to seriously understand what is happening out uh, in Victoria and all these trapped Victorians across New South Wales. Uh, Steve, I am beyond despair. Uh, and I, again, I call for Daniel Andrews to urgently uh, change the law so that these Victorians can come home. We ought to send him a, a, a copy of that discussion, but he's arrogant enough that he probably won't listen to it. He was asked yesterday about his opinion of the intervention of the Ombudsman and just brushed it off saying, well, I don't control the Ombudsman. If they want to investigate, they can. There is, a, there is an, a, an ignorant arrogance there that, I mean, people say, look, don't be too tough on Daniel Andrews. He's done all the blah, blah, blah. Uh, but... There is a, a, an ignorant arrogance that is starting to really annoy people. And how can you say to two people in their 80s, you can't go to your house seven kilometres inside the border at, at Cobram? Look, it is absolutely disgusting. And you're right. Daniel Andrews' arrogance knows no bounds. He could not care less. I mean, today, the Geelong Advertiser is running a front-page story about John and Lorraine Bradbury, Steve. John Bradbury has a serious heart condition. He was admitted to Grafton Hospital. They're at a caravan park in Woolai in New South Wales. He can't come home to Geelong. And his local federal member, Libby Coker, who I think must be the most ineffective and hopeless um, member of Parliament ever to walk um, into the halls of Canberra, uh, she's just done absolutely nothing. Darren Cheeseman, the local state member, has done absolutely nothing. It is just a, a, an absolute disgrace. Richard Miles, the deputy leader of the Labor Party, the most senior Labor Victorian MP, uh, is also sitting on his hands. What the hell are these people doing? It, this is not about politics. But we've got thousands of Victorians who can't come back to their homes, Steve. And they're all willing to take COVID-negative tests. Many of them have. They can drive straight to their home. They can quarantine for 14 days. And, of course, the Victorian government has allowed some people to do that. And that's one of the... And I thank God for the Victorian Ombudsman. She's looking into the inconsistent way in which these exemptions have been applied. Uh, but it is an absolute disgrace. And for Daniel Andrews to blame his health officials when he is presiding over uh, an escalating human rights crisis in his state is an utter joke. He's got to go, Steve. I'm sorry. And I'm so pleased to see Matthew Guy taking up this issue and, and just saying this is absolutely disgraceful. These Victorians have got to come home. Well, with that couple in Woolai, I can tell you I've been there. There's nothing there except a bowling club and a, a Chinese restaurant. There's nothing else, not even a petrol station. It's not a town. It, it's a caravan park literally on the beach. Maria, who mm. we've been dealing with on a regular basis, Sarah, 
she has now, her and her husband have eventually left Coffs and travelled down. They're in a, a caravan park in Albury. They've made seven applications, all seven denied. And when they made their seventh application uh, to, to get an exemption to cross the border, they were told mm. by a public servant, well, the, the, the border bubble rules have changed. You're going to have to apply again. Now, Maria made the point to the person she finally got a, a human to talk to that she wasn't applying for a border bubble permit. She was applying for an exemption to go back to her house in Lilydale uh, in, in, in Melbourne and the person just didn't understand the, the public servants who are running Daniel Andrews border exclusion program have obviously been programmed to have no emotional tie to the people they're dealing with, they're dealing with black and right rules and they're, they're unwilling to, un, to bend them for anybody well, look, that's absolutely right, but it's worse than that because they're dealing with a, with a, an absolutely flawed framework of, of laws. Uh, there should be the right of Victorians to apply to come home if they've been caught interstate when they've travelled there for, you know, to see family or for a holiday, and then the, there's been this lockdown, which of course occurred in July. Um, they should have the right under our laws in Victoria to apply for a permit to come home. And, you know, we have this joke of a Victorian Charter of Human Rights. Um, Labor's all very well and good talking about human rights, except when it comes to, to Labor breaching human rights. And the rights of a child are absolute, and yet we've had children forcibly separated from their parents. We've got people who are being driven into effective homelessness. Um, I spoke to a gentleman yesterday from Ballarat, and, you know, again, Catherine King... Uh, a senior member of the Labor Party uh, in Victoria it has done nothing to support her local constituents. This gentleman is caught in Eden with his wife and they can't come home. I mean, he's just beside himself. And, and of course, can you believe, Steve, Alan Mears, when he applied and uh, for the second permit um, rejection that he got, he ended up getting a message saying, oh, well, you can always contact Lifeline. So this what? government... And these department officials know that this is causing serious mental health harm. They're telling them to, to contact Lifeline and they are leaving these Victorians stranded. It is one of the most disgraceful things I have ever seen any government do in this country. And I'm surprised that the Labor federal MPs are not willing to get together with uh, the federal MPs from the coalition and all say we represent our constituents regardless of who they voted for and it, it should be our one of our principal jobs to get these people home. Why does it matter that Catherine King is from Labor and is somehow supporting Daniel Andrews' mad plan to lock people out of the state? It, surely it's you can all get together and, and work this out as a group. I mean, if you approached... If you approached the Andrews government and, and approached a minister who's sensible as opposed to Dan Andrews, is there not some way to lobby to get this changed? Well, you would have thought so because I know when, uh, you know, when my government makes uh, decisions, perhaps that I don't agree with or when there's issues locally concerning my local constituents, and of course I did this all the time when I was the local member for Karangamite, uh, I mean, I'd go in boots and all and, and stand up for my constituents. And we're still doing an enormous amount of constituent work in my office as a regional senator. But, I mean, look, look at Libby Coker. I mean, she was contacted by a desperate mother trying to get her child back from Yanko Agricultural High School in uh, New South Wales. Uh, she contacted her local federal member. Libby Coker 
is so utterly hopeless and ineffective and non-caring without an, an ounce of heart or compassion, she did not even respond to this mother. This desperate um, you know, mother who was in a ball of despair because she could not get her child back from New South Wales. And, and now we see uh, Lorraine and, and John La- um, Bradbury, also constituents of Libby Coker's. They contacted Libby Coker's office and she's done nothing. I mean, I, I can't believe these people get into Parliament, Steve. I mean, this is an outrage. They're all on the left. You know what, Libby Coker, Catherine King, they are in the left faction of the Labor Party, the same faction as Daniel Andrews. They're not prepared to stand up and rattle the cage. They're not prepared to stand up for their constituents. Why the hell are they in Parliament? I just wonder if the caller we had just before you came on, I mean, if that, that poor couple head back, they get to Baruga, wait for the border police to go to lunch and then drive over the bridge with a... You know, I'm not. I'm not suggesting anyone break the law, but if they were to do that and cop the ten thousand dollar fine, I would certainly find a way to raise the money to pay it for them. I mean, you can't have people in an emotional state like that. Well, you can't. I mean, it is just absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, it is. I, mean, I mean, look. You know, all I can say is, please. You know, we've got to get rid of this premier. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I know this is very challenging. I know we are all. Um, we've had 18 months of being in this pandemic. I'm so proud of Scott Morrison and our government for all the work that we've done. The vaccination program is rapidly accelerating. We are seeing more Victorians being vaccinated. Um, We're dealing with a a health and economic crisis. I don't understate the complexity of dealing with this pandemic. Um, it It is incredibly complex, but this is straightforward, Steve. When you've got people from your own state trapped somewhere else and they can't come back to their home that is a fundamental breach of human rights and i am so disgusted in daniel andrews i am so disgusted in victorian labor and this is do you know what this is not about politics because if these decisions were being made by a state liberal government or or even our government we'd be doing the same correct we would we would both be doing exactly the same thing we i i can tell you now i would be doing the same thing because we just cannot preside we cannot live in a country that does this to its citizens so thousand thousand percent correct keep the campaign going let's keep talking about it let's hope that the ombudsman can do something we'll catch up again very soon